the Stoner Jesus Show podcast. Recorded live from the Stoner Jesus Studio Complex in Stoner Heaven. My name is St. Peter. And now for the host of the show, the savior of the weed, Stoner Jesus. Behold the power. Behold the power of the CannabisRadio.com stream. You feel the power? This is the Stoner Jesus Show Live. We're recording the podcast on January 13, 2016. We're live on CannabisRadio.com and the Cannabis Radio account on Spreaker. Podcast, of course, can be found on CannabisRadio.com iHeart, iTunes, Stitcher, and, as always, stonerjesus.net. All information on the show can be found at stonerjesus.net. It is your one-stop shop for everything that is me. Go check it out. I'm on Twitter at stonerjesus420. Tweet me a link to the show whenever, however, and wherever you are listening, and you will get a retweet. Now over 140,000 strong at stonerjesus420 on Twitter. You can interact with the show that way. You can also email stonerjesus420 at gmail.com. There's also Facebook. Search Disciples of Stoner Jesus on Facebook. All the hardcore fans are there. Search Disciples of Stoner Jesus on Facebook. Join our group for the show. If you're on Reddit, search Stoner Jesus on Reddit. That's Stoner Jesus, all one word. That's a very new group. Try and get that going for people who want to be more anonymous. You can there. So far, Joe Destruction has joined us in the chat area on Cannabis Radio on Spreaker. If you're on CannabisRadio.com, there's a player about halfway down the page. Uh, the chat area is the little, little speech bubble. This is probably like doing a little dance and has a yellow thing on it. I don't know why they just don't put chat. I guess it's because it's an international company and they think people don't know what chat means. I think most people in the world know what chat means. Means the chat. That's where the fucking chat is. Go chat. Anyway, go check us out on all those platforms and, and places and just everything. I, I tweet all this shit at Stern Jesus 420. So really, you should follow me 
and you check out SternJesus.net. Between those two things, my Twitter and SternJesus.net, you have everything you need. <clears throat> all the information, links, whatever. So just go do it. I shouldn't have to tell you all the time. You should have done it already. This is really your fault. This whole discussion is your fault. I just want to let you know that. Those of you interested in St. Peter's Punishment, which I know a lot of you are, I think we're going to do that Friday. I don't know. I don't. <laughs> I was thinking about it. We can't play Ellen anymore, I don't think, because of copyright issues. I have to look into that. So I really think just him, like, you know, being in discomfort is not enough. Him actually watching Ellen and watching the talk show and you hearing what she's saying and you're hearing his reaction, I think that would be better. I've got to look into the copyright issues when it involves that or involving that. But I will. I'll crack the law books and I'll get back to you. <laughs> Maybe it's against the Geneva Conventions for me to play Ellen at all. I don't know these things. I'm not a lawyer. I'm Stoner Jesus. That's what I do. I Stoner Jesus. Do Stoner Jesus things. <laughs> I mentioned this not last segment, not last uh, show, rather, or the show before. No, I did on the show before. That's why I talked about it. I don't know. In a fucking previous podcast, I mentioned that I'm going to start doing a short little political podcast. It says it's not a new thing. <clears throat> if you go to our YouTube channel, you actually find like 32 episodes of something called Podhead Punditry. There's a segment I did within the show to try to bring, uh, you know, different issues other than weed, uh, different issues of freedom and liberty in front of the, my, my audience. Now, I thought about doing that again, but with, with time so tight now, with the way we have the show, and we really just cut everything out. We cut all the music out, uh, most of like, you know, the, the retro bits. All I do sprinkle some in. I got some shit sprinkled in tonight uh, that's that copyright-friendly that I can play. Uh, with, with time, with the time constraints of the show, I can't fit in another segment. I don't want to feel constrained because, you know, sometimes I think one night I talked for like 40 fucking minutes on the Council of Foreign Relations. Maybe boring to you. But there's really something you should know. All these things I'm going to talk about are things that you should know. Weed News will remain part of the show. You know, we do that all the time. I guess we'll do that Friday. We haven't done that this week. I guess we'll do that Friday night. I don't know. We'll see. By the way, we have a new opening for Weed News and uh, Sex Toys and Stories from the Road with VDJ Sexy Hippie. We'll be debuting. So look forward to that. Back to my point, which uh, has escaped me. Now, Pothead Punditry is coming back. I'm going to post the. I'm going to post it on the Stoner Jesus Archive. Um, Stoner Jesus Archive account on Spreaker. I guess if you search the Stoner Jesus Archive, or just search Stoner Jesus, you'll see it pop up. That's where I'm going to put it. I could put it on YouTube like I did the other Pod Punditry episodes. Uh, I don't know. That annoys me. It's just a slideshow with me talking. Although people listen to it, I mean, people went and watched it or whatever. Like I said, they watched the they watched the little logo and then listened to me talk because I would cut it out of the episodes and make it its own thing. Um, anyway, I did that like 2011, 2012. I'm going to bring that back to try to uh, to discuss some of these issues, some of these issues that stoners may not give a shit about, but you probably should know. They're kind of important. And uh, Radical Russ was talking about this earlier tonight on CanvasRadio.com. Uh, the inconsistencies, which is one of the reasons I identify as a libertarian, the inconsistencies that both liberals and conservatives have when it comes to freedom. 
like you pointed out, you do you know the the Bundy Rancher people, or the people ho- hold up in Oregon over their land rights or whatnot, and uh, the tyranny the federal tyranny of the federal government, and so forth. You never hear them bitching about uh, you know the, the the tyranny of the federal government when it comes to people uh, being busted with weed plants. You know you never hear conservatives whine about that shit. You know the fucking liberals will make excuses about Obama drone bombing drone, uh, drone bombing people. They don't give a shit about that. They all make concessions. When it comes to liberty and freedom and not fucking inflicting violence upon people who have not inflicted violence upon you. In other words, the kids and whatnot that get killed and we bomb the shit out of people and all the innocent people that die. Now you can take, you can say, you can make all excuses you want. Say what you want about me. I'm consistent. When it comes to liberty and freedom. You don't think the government should have power? Neither do I. You don't think the corporations should have power? Neither do I. I don't think nobody should have so much fucking power. Because you know what happens? It all, it all ends the same way. Anytime anybody gets power, throughout the history of the fucking world. I'm sure you find certain ex- exceptions to the rule, but not many. Every single fucking time somebody gets power, they use it to make other people do what they want them to do. That's the whole point. Liberals, conservatives, right, left, whatever, fascists, communists, it doesn't fucking matter what label you put on it. They use the government power to get other people to do what they want to do. Everything that you bitch about can be traced back to the government. You don't like Walmart gets corporate welfare? Neither do I. Guess where that money comes from? The government steals it from you in the form of income taxes and hands a big fucking check to Walmart. What kind of bullshit is that? Walmart doesn't need any fucking money. We've talked about this before. But where's that money coming from? Who's handing over that money? The government is handing over that money. Your money. They take it from you at the point of a fucking gun and they give it to rich people. Because rich people were able to buy the power that the government wields and use it for their own ends. I tweeted out earlier tonight, strip the fucking government of its power, that thereby you strip the corporations of their power to use the government to make other fucking people do what they want to do and get competitive advantages, and you solve two problems at once. There, you got a little preview of Pod Punitry. I don't know when I'll do the first episode, but basically every episode I'll take two or three, maybe four stories or audio clips or whatever and just fucking break it down. Just fucking break it straight down for you, son. That's what I do. There'll be some funny shit, but not as much, obviously, that's jam-packed in this fucking uh, monstrosity of uh, audio epicness. That's right. Fucking, as I've said before, words are indeed my shit. You best believe it. <laughs> Joe Destruction in the chat room says he'll take part. Uh, yeah, I have, uh, you know, I can have people on, I can have guests on, I can do anything I want. That's why I don't want to do it in this show. I don't want a time restraint. If it's going to be 15 minutes, it'll be 15 minutes. If it goes 45 minutes, it's fucking 45 minutes. That's it. There'll be no commercials. There'll be no sponsors. There'll be no nothing. There'll be an intro song, me doing my shit for however long I do it, and then the outro song, and bam, we're done. It goes up on Spreaker. People can download it. People can sp- uh, spread it around. Spread it around if they want to. <laughs> please, please spread it around. But anyway. Like I said, I'll get the first episode out, and I'll do it whenever I feel like it. I may do three episodes in a week. I may do none. I might not do one for three weeks and then do one for four consecutive days. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's a fucking blowout sale. 
You have no idea. Anyway, <clears throat> what we got coming up on the night show? Uh, my my last uh, my part two of my review of making a murderer. Also, St. Peter's list of things he would do with the Powerball winnings. We have our Powerball tickets. It's like one point four billion dollars or some stupid fucking crazy shit like that. A lump sum after uh, after taxes and all that's got to be five what four or five hundred million. Holy shit! So St. Peter's got a list of things that you should do with your money. And if you win, you really should follow St. Peter's list. Just saying. Also, celebrity news. A little bit later. Now, last night's show, which is a makeup for Monday night's show, the show that uh, Making a Murderer Part One. My review would be the January twelfth, two thousand sixteen show. If you want to go back and listen to that, because I'm not going to recap all that. I talked for like ten or fifteen minutes. I'm not going through all that again. I watched the first eight episodes. I did the first part of the review last night. I watched the final two episodes last night and today. So this is my final review. Everything I say about Reasonable Doubt stands in both cases. I was happy to see, because <coughs> when, you, when you first go through the documentary, I forget which episode it was, it was earlier on. Uh, Brendan Dassey becomes involved in the case uh, through this crazy confession that it seems to most people that they pulled out of him, the investigators. He gets appointed a lawyer. Right off the bat, this lawyer acts as if Brendan Dassey is guilty and then gets his investigator to go in there and basically browbeat Brendan Dassey into making another confession, this one complete with fucking pictures that he drew. And at the time, when I'm watching them, I'm like, I hope they're going to come back to this and I hope they're going to fucking say something about this because this is nuts. I can understand why the cops act the way they do and the prosecutors and the judges. Like your fucking defense lawyer... When you're saying to him, you know, that confession was bullshit, I didn't, I didn't want to say all that stuff, uh, I'm innocent, he's like, look, uh, just draw me a picture of how she was tied up on the bed and how you uh, stuck a fucking knife in her throat. But I didn't do it. No, just look, I can't help you unless you tell me that you stuck this fucking knife in her throat, kid. Draw me a picture. This retarded 16-year-old. And yes, he's retarded. Maybe you don't like that word. It doesn't matter. His mental capabilities and progress has been retarded. That's where the word comes from. Anyway, I would first of all, I'd highly recommend it. Making a murder on Netflix, uh, but they do come back to it. Uh, his one of his newer lawyers, and uh, I guess you know Steve, uh, Stephen Avery now has another lawyer as of last Friday, and they're restarting that whole thing and trying to file other appeals. Um, but at one point, Brendan Dassey gets another lawyer and he brings all this up, you know, because they're, they're trying to get a new trial and they're trying to say, you know, his lawyer, his first lawyer kind of fucking screwed him, which he obviously did. The guy says right there in court, because uh, he says something about, um, you know, uh, well, just, just go fucking watch it. But they, they get him on the stand in this hearing and he basically says, you know, I didn't say that. Where he basically says his fucking client is on a, on the phone with the news. He basically says his client is guilty, and that Stephen Avery is evil. He's like, oh, you know, you shouldn't say that. And they play him saying that, and then he just fucking stares at him. And of course, the judge said no new trial. Look again, like I said last night, I'm not gonna fucking go through it again. Reasonable doubt. Reasonable doubt. I will say one thing, in uh, wrapping up the. Two-part review of Making a Murderer on Netflix. 
If you believe Stephen Avery didn't kill this woman, this uh, Teresa Halbach, then you're obviously sad that he's been fucked over the way he's been fucked over. He's been alive 53 years. He spent 28 in prison for crimes he didn't commit. Again, if you believe he didn't kill this woman. But there's one silver lining, and that's the fact this motherfucker keeps getting chances. A lot of his chances are shot down. He ends up getting fucked over and having to stay in prison, and in this case, going back to prison <clears throat> with the uh, Teresa Hallback thing. Hallback thing. But now with this 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 Netflix documentary coming out, getting so much publicity, and fucking millions of people have seen it, and hundreds of thousands of people have been signing petitions to the one him to be free. All the publicity has got him a brand new fucking uh, hotshot lawyer from Chicago, who's apparently like the shit, <clears throat> and uh, makes it her you know her deal is getting innocent people uh, off for murder or whatever else. She's his new lawyer. They're filing appeals. This dude keeps getting chances. You know, for however much he's been fucked over by the system, there's uh, there's some luck coming to him. Not enough, obviously. There's a, there's definitely a shortage of luck when it comes to this dude. But it's something. But eventually, he's going to fucking run out of life. He's going to be done. It's just too much. So, but yeah, I'm one of the many people that believe after seeing that, and you can say what you want about the documentary, they present both sides as well as they can. Like I said last night, they obviously have more uh, more access to Avery's family and his shit and his phone calls and all that. But, you know, it's not like they didn't present the, the uh, prosecution side. <clears throat> to a jury, the case looked pretty good, especially in Stephen Avery's case <clears throat> there's a lot of shit on his property if you didn't believe the police planted it then you believe he killed her so I don't know we'll see what happens it'll be interesting to watch it go from from now on because now because of the way the internet is and all that now it's out there you know they'll never go back to a time where everybody just forgets about it It'll all, there'll always be somebody on the internet talking about it or spreading the documentary or whatever. Now there's 10 fucking hours of this case on video for anybody who wants to watch it. And watch what they will. That's what the internet is. It'll be watched forever. 200 years from now, people will be watching this documentary and forming their own conclusions. And then they'll go back and research it and they'll know what the history was and how it turned out and if he died in prison or if he got another trial and got loose or, or got out or whatever. It'll be interesting to check out, see what happens from here on out. But if I was on a jury, I you know I wouldn't, I wouldn't have been able to say guilty. Just wouldn't, just based on what they saw in the trial. I wouldn't have been able to say guilty. But you know, it is what it is. A lot of uh, you know, and the Brendan Dassey thing. Uh, just the fact that he confessed, if he's innocent, just the fact that he confessed to something like that, just to like, you know, get back to class or whatever, proves the, his mental capabilities. Like when I was 16, or most other people when they were 16, you can never get them to admit to what he admitted to, or quote unquote confess. 
because you know the consequences of that confession. Those motherfuckers could have tased me. I probably would let them tase me to death before I would admit to something like that if I didn't do it because of the consequences. You'll never see the light of gay, day again, but this kid doesn't understand that. He didn't understand that. He says, I just I told them what I thought they wanted to hear. I thought I would go back to class, but I got arrested. He didn't understand if you tell them, yeah, well, we tied her up and I fucked her. And uh, then we stabbed her in the throat and fucking blood was everywhere, man. And fucking hell yeah. And, you know, we fucking strangled her and then we took her out in a fucking pit and or took her in a fucking garage or something and shot her a bunch of fucking times. And we took her in a pit and burned her ass and watched her bones burn up. They know that leads to prison. But this kid didn't understand that, which is proof on its on its own. At 16 years old, he couldn't grasp that concept. Most 16-year-olds, for all their faults, would grasp that. If I say this, I'm going to prison. And that's where he sits, and that's where Stephen Avery sits. And I said, we'll see what happens. Because as they pointed out, if Stephen Avery gets off, then they have to let Dassey go. He didn't do it without, you know, if Stephen Avery didn't do it, Brendan Dassey didn't do it. Anyway, if you haven't seen it, go watch it. I'm not going to give up anything else. Not that it's, you know, a big spoiler. Everybody pretty much knows that these guys are still in prison, and that's the whole point. Anyway, Stern Jesus Show podcast, recorded live January 13th, 2016. We are on CannabisRadio.com. Cannabis Radio on Spreaker. Of course, the podcast on CannabisRadio.com. Sternjesus.net and many other platforms. Go check us out on all of them. Got uh, our sponsors coming up. Go check out their banners on Sternjesus.net and CannabisRadio.com. Coming up, I guess we'll get St. Peter in here. St. Peter's list of things he would do with the Powerball winnings. And, of course, by extension, things that you should do if you should happen to win the Powerball. It's just a handy list that you'll have ready right when you win you have a list in hand, say, bam, these are the things I'm going to do. And who better to get a list like that from than St. Peter? Don't answer. That's a rhetorical question. The Stoner Jesus Show on CannabisRadio.com. Stoner Jesus Show is brought to you by Gigawax Vaporizers. Check out the Gigawax banner on stonerjesus.net. Gigawax Vaporizer pins are sleek, unique, and versatile. They're made with artists, DJs, producers, and music lovers in mind. Get your Gigawax Vaporizer pin for a great low price right now. Go click that Gigawax banner on stonerjesus.net. Hello, my children. Stoner Jesus here. Tell you about another great sponsor of the Stoner Jesus Show. It's Pottles. Check out their banner on stonerjesus.net. P-O-T-T-L-E-S. Follow my Pottles on Twitter. They have all kinds of great stuff, including odor-free stash containers. Come in all kinds of sizes and colors. They're airtight, watertight, and UV-protected. They also got cones, dab stuff. They got glass, tubes, and more. Check out that Pottles banner on stonerjesus.net. Or simply go to mypottles.com. Think outside the baggie. They always have great deals and more. 
going on. Go get your odor-free stash containers and more. Just click that Pottles banner on stonerjesus.net. And now, Sprint Honors, Stoner Jesus, and St. Peter's Call on their new network. Hey, Peter, what's up? Oh, not much, Jesus. I was just banging this uh, this midget tranny. How about you? Oh, that's Craya Doors. Obvi! So anyway, are you going to be at the show tonight? Toots my goats! Toots my goats? Oh, I'm sorry. That's the name of the tranny. Oh, would you ask me? I was asking about the show tonight. Are you going to be at the show tonight? Well, maybe. Me and Toots are going to see a Medea Christmas. Man, uh, she loves tranny movies. Hmm. That's cray ironic. Yeah, well, maybe. Uh, maybe there. I uh, may not be. Uh, you know, whatevs. Yeah, yeah. It's it's whatevs. Tranny Humper says what? What? Okay, I'll see you later. Amazeballs. In honor of the important things you do, Spirit wants to remind you to be nice to trannies and be nice to midgets and be doubly nice to midget trannies. Hi, I'm Montel Williams. Most of you know me as a talk show host, but I'm also an author, actor, single father of four, avid snowboarder, and I'm also a medical marijuana patient. Living with multiple sclerosis, I'm in pain every day. Medical marijuana is my last resort, and it helps me when all other drugs have failed. If you'd like more information about medical marijuana, you can contact the Marijuana Policy Project at mpp.org or call 1-877-JOIN-MPP. Gondrepreneur.com, your guide to the cannabis business world. Gondrepreneur.com is a comprehensive resource for cannabis professionals and entrepreneurs. Download the Gondrepreneur app on your smartphone or tablet to catch up on cannabis industry news, scroll through our daily job listings, and learn about successful cannabis companies, executives, and investors. Gondrepreneur.com, helping Gondrepreneurs grow. The following CannabisRadio.com program contains explicit language and content that can be considered graphic and offensive. This program is not suitable for all audiences, and the opinions expressed do not reflect those of CannabisRadio.com, its staff, management, or sponsors. Listener discretion is advised. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome back, everybody. It's Stoner Jesus Show podcast. Recorded live January 13th, 2016. St. Peter's in his little booth. For, uh, what the fuck is this? Oh, St. Peter's list of things he would do with the Powerball winnings. Let's get some uh, upbeat music going for this. It's exciting. All right. Yeah. That's awesome. Peter. Uh, first of all, Peter, I take it you did buy some Powerball tickets? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, Jesus. I uh, scraped together some change. Got some Powerball tickets. I'm going to win. And uh, as you already said, this is a list of things I'm going to do uh, when I win. Well, get to it, man. Things, uh, list of things St. Peter would buy 
when he wins the Powerball 1.4 billion or whatever it is. What do you got, Peter? Uh, well, first of all, I would buy uh, weed. Of course. Yes, yes, uh, hookers. Indeed. Uh, I would buy more Powerball tickets. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so it's like, it's like investing, uh, you know, back into the business. Uh, not quite, but I get your point. Uh, what else uh, do you buy if you were to, uh, what else are you going to buy if you win the Powerball? Oh, talk much, Jesus. Anyway, uh, yeah, I'm going to buy a, a remote car starter. What? A remote car starter. Like in the morning, like when I want to go out and warm up my car, I, I just turn it on, man. It warms it up uh, for me. It's like warm when I get there. Where do you go in the morning? Well, not really anywhere, Jesus, but that's not the point. The point is I have a lot of money, and one of the things I would get is a remote car starter, so if I ever did have to go somewhere... I can remember start my fucking car and it wouldn't be so goddamn cold when I got in it. All right. I, mean, I, I don't mean to make it seem like I care. I really don't. I just, you know, bring a little interplay going for the show. You done, Jesus? Indeed I am. All right. Uh, I would also get a, uh, get a basketball pump. Why a basketball pump? Well, yeah. I live down in the basement, man. You may not know this, but there's like 20 or 25 just like deflated basketballs laying all around. And they like really get on my nerves. So I figure if I, if I like inflate the balls, uh, then I can do something with them. So your balls are deflated? Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a, there's a ton of them there too, man. They're, they're all like deflated and sad looking, but I need to inflate. If I can inflate the balls, things will be better. So you want to inflate the balls so you can play with them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I can do all kinds of stuff. Yeah, with balls, you can't do nothing with a deflated ball. But if you have an inflated ball or a group of inflated balls, you can uh, you can do a lot. A lot, of, a lot of playing with those balls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can play, play with the balls all night or all day or whatever. Yeah. So a basketball pump. All right. That sounds good, Peter. Anything else? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm going to get some gold teeth. You say gold teeth? Yeah, yeah. I think I would look good with gold teeth. Be pimping. Pimping all the bitches with my gold teeth. Uh, I mean, I guess it would be an improvement of what you have now. What if, uh, like, someone, uh, I don't know, late at night, maybe here in the Synergy Studio Complex, uh, like, turned out all the lights and snuck up on you and punched you in the face and ripped out your gold teeth and stole them and took them to a pawn shop for uh, some cash? Uh, what about that scenario? Uh, I don't understand, Jesus. You sound like you've really thought that out a lot. How could have I? I just heard about your gold teeth a couple seconds ago. Oh, yeah, that's true, Jesus. Uh, anyway, I also want a, uh, I want a riding lawnmower. For cutting grass? No, no, just for just for driving around. You know, just chilling. Just chilling. Driving around town on my riding lawnmower. You know. No, I don't know. Is this segment going on any longer? Is there any more of this shit? Oh, yeah, yeah, there's one more. One more thing on my list of things to do with the Powerball or winning money. Weed and hookers. You already did weed and hookers. No, I did weed and hookers separately, Jesus. This is weed and hookers together. You have to find some place where you can get a hooker and buy weed. And it has to be like the same location? Yeah, 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 yeah. The same location. Uh, weed and hookers. Uh, so, uh, yeah, that's what I need. And that's... Uh, that's my list of things I'll uh, uh, win, use with the Powerball winnings. Things I'll get. Yeah, I think it's a pretty good list, Jesus. 
I wouldn't, I wouldn't characterize it as good. I would characterize it as a list, though. So that's something. I guess. I don't know quite what that means, Jesus. It doesn't matter. So you're done with your list? Yeah, yeah, I'm done with the list, man. All right. I'll turn your microphone off. See you later, Peter. Yeah, right, man. Go away. Go away. There you go. Let's get going. Look, you can see that gold teeth. Some cash on this bitch. Yeah. Some cash. So there you go. If you win the Powerball tonight, make sure that's what you do. With the money. Weed and hookers and gold teeth. Maybe a basketball pump for your balls. A remote car starter. All good stuff. Just all just all great stuff. <laughs> Stoner Jesus Show Podcast recorded live January thirteenth, two thousand sixteen. We're on canvasradio.com live. Stay tuned, bitches. The Stoner Jesus Show on cannabisradio.com. Do you have cannabis products? Do you have sex toys? Maybe you have both. Your all-in-one storage solutions can be found at joybox.com. You simply check out the Joybox banner on stonerjesus.net. If you're looking for a great, safe cannabis storage solution for all your cannabis products, your pipes, your papers, your stash containers, all of that stuff, all you need is to get a storage container from Joybox. Check out joybox.com or click the Joybox banner on stonerjesus.net. If you have an extensive, maybe expensive sex toy collection that you want to protect as well, you can get those storage containers. Also at Joybox, go check them out. They're an awesome sponsor of the Stoner Jesus Show. Protect your passion with Joybox. Click that Joybox banner on stonerjesus.net. The joy is inside. The Stoner Jesus Show is brought to you in part by Hemptations.com and PlanetEverywhere.com. They got a lot of awesome stuff for you to check out. But don't just take my word for it. Let Beach, the owner of Hemptations, tell you all about it. It's a very large selection of hemp goods. Everything from reusable coffee filters to frisbees, bandanas, everything planted everywhere on the site is made in Cincinnati, Ohio, made locally. We also have other retail products from our cosmetics, uh, earthly body product, bags on the retail site. You know, Again, uh, anybody local in Cincinnati I can go to Hemptations.com and get the info on the stores. Planet Everywhere is our .com, is our retail site. You can hit me up on Hemptation Beach or like my Facebook page, Hemptations or Hemptations 2. I'm on Twitter, Google, I'm on the Internet everywhere, just like everyone. Um, you know, we love to hear from people all over the world, positive things about industrial hemp. That's what I do. That's what we do, largest selection of industrial hemp on the planet in the stores. And I'd like to grow that inventory to be able to say that I haven't actually checked out all the other hemp retail spots to see if we have the largest amount on our planet everywhere, but uh, it's a it's a fair it's a fair selection. And as Beach always says, having temptations. 
Great websites today need expert web design and development and need to be e-commerce ready and mobile friendly. But building a marketable and profitable website can be an uphill climb. Ready to make your new website or replace your existing website? Think Orange as the new way to get in the black. Orange Hill Development works with Fortune 500 companies and offer the same top quality development service at a fraction of what other providers charge. Brands like Absolute, Carlsberg, and Nestle trust Orange Hill Development. Find out why you should trust your website with Orange Hill. Contact Orange Hill for a consultation today at orangehilldevelopment.com. The following CannabisRadio.com program contains explicit language and content that can be considered graphic and offensive. This program is not suitable for all audiences, and the opinions expressed do not reflect those of CannabisRadio.com, its staff, management, or sponsors. Listener discretion is advised. Yeah. Stern Juice Show Podcast, January 13, 2016. We're recording that shit live on CannabisRadio.com. Podcast, of course, can be found on CannabisRadio.com and SternJesus.net. And, of course, Stitcher, Spreaker, iHeart, and iTunes. Time now for celebrity news. <clears throat> We kick off celebrity news in a special way tonight. And that's with a story about Nickelback. That's right. Nickelback, according to TMZ.com, is going after one of the biggest insurance companies in the world, claiming the company is making up stories so it doesn't have to pay up millions for the cancellation of the group's tour due to Chad Kroger's medical condition. The band canceled the last two legs of its no-fixed address tour back in June. Because Chad had developed a cyst on his vocal cord and had surgery to remove it, which put him out six to nine months. As TMZ previously reported, the band filed a $13 million claim with Lloyds to cover the losses for the last half of the tour. Holy shit. $13 million for half a tour? For Nickelback? Wrong fucking business. The insurance company went to court asking a judge to declare the policy void. Claiming Chaz's condition was pre-existing at the time the policy was issued. Now Nickelback has fired back their lawyer, Howard Weitzman. Oh, he sounds like a Jew. Saying it's absurd to say the condition was pre-existing because Chad performed nearly 40 shows before the cyst surfaced. Ha! Got you there! Jews are crafty. <laughs> Uh, of course, uh, recently, Lemmy from Motorhead passed, as did David Bowie. Apparently, street art tributes are popping up all over the place, uh, especially in L.A. So, if you live in L.A., go check that shit out. Uh, Stephen Avery's ex-girlfriend says he's not innocent and he's a monster. Uh, don't buy what making a murderer producers are selling, according to Stephen Avery's ex-girlfriend, who's now saying he's guilty. Jody Stakowitz tells HLN she thinks Avery is a monster. She also says her life with him was so bad she tried to kill herself with rat poison. Uh, it's unclear from the clip, at least, uh, what the time frame is on the suicide attempt. 
Apparently this is uh, Jody. You remember her from the Making a Murderer documentary. We talked about the first segment. Uh, says he's not innocent, calls him a monster. It's been 10 years, about. Why are you talking to me? What did you? What do you want people to know? The truth. Which is? What a monster he is. And he's not innocent. Were you in love with Stephen Avery? No. But you stayed for two years. I ate two boxes of rat poison just so I could go to the hospital and get away from him and ask them to get the police to help me. Hmm. I wish that was longer, but, you know, I guess that's it. Uh, Jared Fogel's lawyer has cancer. Ah, sucks for him, but I really don't care what happens to Jared. <laughs> um, uh, these stories suck. They suck. I don't know who that person is. I don't care about that person. I don't give a shit about that. Victoria Beckham says she's done with the Spice Girls forever. She says she'll never be getting back together with the Spice Girls, despite what you may be reading. I had such high hopes. Several media outlets reported the entire group will be reuniting in 2016 for a 20th anniversary, but Pasha's rep tells TMZ she will categorically not be appearing with the Spice Girls now or in the future. Mrs. Beckham has been very respectful about the fabulous time they had together in the past. However, her focus is now very much on her family and fashion business. Posh has a fashion business? I guess so. I don't know why this is in our entertainment news. Um, but here's a USA Today has a list of first things you should do with the Powerball jackpot. I doubt it's the same as St. Peter's. We'll see. Inside this Denver 7-Eleven... No worries. Absolutely not. What to do with the winning ticket is top of mind. First of all, I'd probably quit my job. But in all those hopes for financial windfall... Second of all, I'd buy an island. Also lies the possibility of financial pitfall. Money in hand is a scary thing if you don't have a plan in place. Spokesperson for the National Endowment for Financial Education, Paul Golden. You're never going to have to worry about money again. And in fact, the, the opposite is true. You have to worry more about money than you ever have before. According to USA Today, roughly 70% of lottery winners go broke, many within a few years of collecting their winnings. Golden says this can be avoided with a proper plan. And a lot of the success that you'll have in that is how you manage the intense emotions that come into play with it. And the first step is simple. So, of course they go broke. The lottery is played by dumb fucking people. You don't need to be smart to get a lottery ticket and win that money. You just got to be lucky. Of course they're not prepared for it. No shit. They take all the money up front, they fucking blow it, they hand it out, and then it's gone. I mean, what they should have done, they should have taken the annuity... They, uh, like Mark Cuban, I think I read an article, he said that, uh, you know, when your friends and family are going to start fucking coming around wanting money, they ask you for money, they're not really your friends, and they shouldn't be your family, so tell them to fuck off. Come around here with your goddamn handout. What you should do is you should come up with a, a certain amount of time before you take any sort of action at all. Golden says winners won't likely have to make any financial decisions right away, so take the time to hire a lawyer, an accountant, even a tax professional to help protect your money. You want to start to build a team of financial advisors around... I'm not hearing uh, weed or hookers or remote car starters yet. Around you, kind of a financial crew. And while you're doing that... Financial crew. Posse. A posse, if you will. It's my posse. It's my lawyer. It's my accountant. 
with the Powerball Posse. It's my tax preparer. Look out for those around you. Well, you're going to have many new best friends, right? They're all going to be coming to you for money. Family and friends will be looking for a handout. Golden says one of the quickest ways to lose a windfall is to finance the lives of your inner circle. So boundaries are important. This is also a great opportunity to um, do some homework. Read some stories about like winners in your situation, people who have experienced a similar windfall. Read about what they did wrong. Ultimately, Golden says with a proper plan, any size of financial windfall can be easily manage. You just have to look out for the common traps. So there's plenty of good stories that happen out there to lottery winners. There's negative ones as well, too. It will open up a door for other problems, but at this point, I think I would welcome them. <laughs> yeah. Just, uh, I don't know. I don't think it's going to come up. I don't think I'm going to win it or anybody else that I know of or listen to the show is going to win it. The odds are very, very low. Still, you know, really can't get wrong with hookers and weed. I'm just saying, you know, not not trying to pressure you or anything, but I thought, you know, some some of St. Peter's list was kind of valid. I mean, who couldn't who couldn't do with more hookers and weed? I don't know. I don't know those people. Spend my Powerball winners on hookers and weed, hookers and weed. Uh, um, apparently, uh, Ricky Gervais said something uh, at the Golden Globe. Said something about Caitlyn Jenner. Basically, said that you know, I made a joke about you know, there's been a lot of change this year. Bruce Jenner became Caitlyn Jenner, and then, uh, but you know, hasn't uh, done a lot for you know to help the cause of women's driving or something. Uh, of course, an allusion to, uh, I guess, Bruce Jenner was then Bruce Jenner killing someone with a fucking car or his fucking car or whatever. So there's been a big controversy. I got into it on Twitter with some people today. It's just enough. It's just enough. And a lot of people have fucking had it. That's where this Trump thing comes from. I was listening to a podcast earlier today. That's where this Trump thing comes from. That's what they were talking about. For whatever else, it's his battle against political correctness. So many fucking people are so tired of it. They're so fucking tired of people being offended. Then when Donald Trump purposely offends large fucking segments of the population, everybody else is going, yeah, that's right. You take one for the fucking team. You fucking Muslims, Mexicans, you take one. We're tired of hearing about it. And then they throw all the, the words around transphobic. If you dare say anything about Caitlyn Jenner, you're transphobic. Well, how's this for saying something about Caitlyn Jenner? It's fine to call, call him Caitlyn Jenner. But if Caitlyn Jenner has a dick, the biological distinction is that he is a man. Now, being called a man may offend him. Whatever. Biologically, it's accurate. I can't say I feel black. So you should, you should, I should be black. I can change my name to T Money, and wear my hat backwards, and put on some gold chains, and uh, get you know a bunch of fucking bling on my hands, and start a rap career. And you should call me T Money because it's what I want to be called. That's what we call Jay Z. Jay Z. We don't call fucking uh, 
call him uh, uh, Sean Carter, whatever the hell his name is. We don't call uh, P. Diddy Sean Combs. We call him what they want to fucking be called. Caitlyn Jenner wants to be called Caitlyn Jenner. So he's Caitlyn Jenner. But if he has a dick, biologically he's a man. If he has his dick cut off, well, then I guess, you know, we're, uh, we're, we're inching closer to, uh, to, to gray areas. But the designation of man and woman is a biological designation of reproductive organs. But you can't say he. If you say he, when you say Caitlyn Jenner, people freak the fuck out. They freak the fuck out. You can't say he's a he. Even if he's get a gets a big wakes up with a big fucking raging heart on every morning, because he's been uh, rubbing his nice big fake titties that cost a lot of money and look like they pr- they probably look damn fucking good. That he's a he. You can say I feel like a woman. That's fine. T money can say he feels like a black guy. Doesn't make him a black guy. He's T money, the white guy. Anyway, so Ricky Gervais got into some shit. <laughs> it's the moral of the story. <laughs> Not that he cares. Why should he? Why is he even fucking at the Golden Globes, man? Um, oh, we, we checked this out. I guess it was last night. The it's Poppin' Lady, the lady from the fire uh, video. Michelle Dobyein, now known around the world as It's Poppin' Lady, um, her epic first-hand account of a building fire went viral, and she's already going to a little Hollywood. She appeared on Wednesday's TMZ Live to tell us how her life has changed overnight due to the viral video. <laughs> and the 17-year-old girl who found her and got her a manager, who was the girl's mother, she told us she's going to appear. Uh, told TMZ she's going to appear on Maury next week. Oh fuck! I'm gonna have to find that episode. Well, let's check it around on TMZ Live. Bitch is a star. See if it holds up over a longer period. It's from uh, TMZ.com. Where are you right now? I mean, the fire kind of like displaced you. Where are you? Right now, I am at the Red Cross in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Wow. Shelter. And you have kids? Yes, I have three children in my household. So you're standing. Uh, I can already tell the energy level's gone. The energy level she had in the viral video is gone. In the, in the shelter right now, how badly was the place uh, damaged? Uh, it was the circuit breaker, and uh, we live from pillar to post. Do you have a manager now? <laughs> yes! <laughs> Explain that go. for us. Pick it up. Actually, it was a, a girl. She was 17 years old, and she wanted to meet me. She found me in the apartment building complex in my car. And she said she just had to meet me. And I said, well, I am Why? Uh, Facebook. I only know how to do Facebook. I don't know about Twitter, YouTube, nothing. I just know how to work my phone. And that's only got Facebook. So she said she would help me. And she is a... By help you, she means she's going to take a, a huge chunk of whatever money you might make from being a viral star. Big help. She has a big heart. What she done? A 17-year-old girl? What she done? 17. Wow. She had me a GoFindMe page. GoFundMe. See, I ain't good with it. Yeah, there she go. I love her. <laughs> wow, you got yeah. 7400 bucks on it. Yes. By the grace of God, I am happy. Uh, what about your living situation? Um, right now, I'm just, I'm, I'm asking for help. Come on, bust out a catchphrase. For hotels. You know so what? So that we can... Do you know what, Michelle? 
we're gonna we are gonna find you a place to live for the next week. We'll find you a hotel, and that's on. Oh, that's- there you go. Pick that shit up. Come on. They want some viral sound bites for this shit. I'm just putting you up for a week. Give it to them. We know some people in the... Say it ain't no thing but a chicken wing or something like that. Yeah, Tulsa area, right? We can make this happen. We will make this happen for a week. How's that? Yeah! <laughs> TMZ Live. <laughs> Helping one at a time. We're, we're going to do that. That's celebrity news. We'll be back to wrap things up after this. Uh, I have an episode of a, smi- or a radio sitcom, The High Times of Jesus Christ. Got that coming up. You can check it out. Awesome shit. Stern Jesus Show podcast recorded live January 13th, 2016. The Stoner Jesus Show on CannabisRadio.com. It's time for the high times of Jesus Christ. Day before live studio audience. Hey, hey, Jesus. Well, look who it is. It's St. Peter. St. Peter, say St. Peter, buddy. My rock. My rock is here. St. Peter. Come on, Jesus. What have you been up to, man? Oh, man, I'm really sorry about the other day with, like, the Roman soldiers and stuff, man. I just, I, I, like, panicked and I didn't know what to do. Oh, 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 oh. you mean that thing where, like, the Roman soldiers came to get me, to arrest me, and whip me, and crucify me, and kill me, and you didn't do nothing? To stand up for me, not only didn't you do anything, you denied me like a dozen times, dude. Like a dozen fucking times. I thought it was going to be like three. You just kept going on and on and on. It was really fucking embarrassing. By the way, thanks a lot, man. You were a big fucking help that day. Sorry about that, man. I was trying to make it up to you. You know what, Just just don't worry about it. Just don't worry about it, man. I got bigger fucking problems right now than what a bitch you are. Oh, what's going on, man? Well, you know, I got... I was I was crucified, right, and I died, right. and then I ascended to heaven, and then I woke up in this tomb. It took me forever to get the fucking rock out of the way, and it took like all fucking weekend. So when I finally get back home, I finally get home. Mary starts bitching at me. Where have you been? What have you been doing? You've been fucking mad bitches, <laughs> fucking mad bitches. I know she she comes up with these things. She's been nagging me ever fucking since. About that, I was pillsy out fucking people when I was gone all weekend. I'm fucking tired of it, man. I had to come down to the bar, give me a drink, and just 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 get away for a minute. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, so were you fucking mad bitches? Did, did I what? Did you fucking any mad bitches, man? Were you fucking bitches? Peter, dude, I was arrested by the Romans. They 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 took me, uh, they whipped me, and they made me drag this big ass cross all the way across town. Then they nailed me to the cross. On which I proceeded to die. I ascended to heaven to chill some with my pops, God, see what was going on up there. I woke up in this fucking tomb. It took me forever to move the rock away from the entrance to the tomb. It took me like all goddamn weekend. When would I had time to fuck mad bitches? So, uh, so you didn't fuck any bitches, Jesus? Oh, Jesus Christ.
following CannabisRadio.com program contains explicit language and content that can be considered graphic and offensive. This program is not suitable for all audiences, and the opinions expressed do not reflect those of CannabisRadio.com, its staff, management, or sponsors. Listener discretion is advised. goes by quick that's going to do it for us standard jesus show podcast recorded live january 13th 2016 on cannabisradio.com make sure you check out all the other shows on cannabisradio.com the biggest best motherfucking cannabis podcast network in the world of course podcasts are up on sternjesus.net as well stitcher itunes iheart spreaker pothead punditry coming soon you don't Want to miss that shit? Be on the Stern Jesus Show archive page on Spreaker for you to check out. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Another awesome night. We'll be back Friday night. We have sex toys and stories from the road with VDJ Sexy Hippie, among other things. I said we haven't done weed news this week, so we'll go do maybe do that. Check me out on thesmokingbud.com. I write for them. I also write now for the Libertarian Republic. Dot com Got a new story going up on there tomorrow. If you're listening to this live, so go check that shit out. Another awesome show. Thanks, everybody, for listening. And as always, peace. Bitches. <laughs> Follow Stoner Jesus on Twitter at StonerJesus420 and at StonerJesusNet. You can find St. Peter on Twitter at ST underscore Peter420. Dankraven is on Twitter at Dankraven420. And Stoner Schizo can be found at Stoner Schizo on Twitter. Schizo is spelled S K I T Z O. You can find all other information about the Stoner Jesus Show at stonerjesus.net.